So if you go look at anyone that you know, right, by name, they're all promoting themselves. And yeah. that's where you have to get comfortable. You have to learn that you are your brand. We don't sell real estate. We sell ourselves and our services. Welcome to the Consistent and Predictable Income Community Podcast. The CPI methodology is the only system that teaches the proprietary process of CPI, which is the key to having consistent and predictable income for salespeople without letting time, money, and relationships fall through the cracks. GoGo Beth is the founder, owner of GoGo's Real Estate LLC EXP Realty. She started in real estate in 2011. She had no SOI, no experience, but with the power of social media, GoGo was able to build her business. She has done 75M plus in personal transactions and is part of the top 3% realtor, number 16 social media realtors in the nation and number one social media realtor in MI. In this interview, GoGo will share her secrets in building a business with the power of social media. My name is Dan Roshan. I'm the host of the CPI Podcast, which is the real estate show designed to help top producing agents leverage and scale your business, allowing you to earn more money in less time for seasoned agents to help you get to the next level of stable income and for new agents to help you find the right way to freedom and money so that each of you can reach your potential as a person and as a real estate agent, which means you'll have certainty in your future. Thanks for joining me. Enjoy the show. Hello, Consistent Predictable Income community. My name is Dan Roshan. Today, I am joined with Gogo Betke. And Gogo and I are going to be talking about how to build a business with the power of social media. Welcome, Gogo. How are you? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it is my pleasure. So I enjoyed our conversation pre-show and I um, really enjoyed, you know, learning a little bit more about you. I know that you sell homes in Michigan. I know that you are really involved in, you know, utilizing social media to amplify your business and to get your message out into the world. And I also know that you came to America just about, what, 10 years ago? Is that true? No longer. Uh, 2003. 2003. Okay. I got licensed in 11. So that's probably what you're thinking. I got you. All right. So you came to America in 2003. You got your license in 2011. I would expect that at that time, you probably, in eight years or so of being new to a country, you probably didn't have a big sphere of influence. Oh, that's exactly. Still to the day, I don't have anyone related to me on this continent by blood. Besides my own two kids, right? So the one little family I created for myself. But yeah, nobody, I didn't go to college here, right? So I don't have any college friends. I didn't grow up here. So I don't have friends that I grew up on the same street with. Um, so I really had no one. I moved to a very tiny town called Pinckney, Michigan, because my husband is from here. I came as an au pair, a living nanny, and okay. then moved to Brighton, Michigan, and um, Brighton and Pinckney about eight minutes from each other. I met my husband in a bar. And we married two months after that. So really, I've only known him for four months when we got married. But you know when you know, right? We are very happily married. He's my soulmate. He's the one that can just, you know, always put a smile on my face. And uh, he's that other half of skills and personality that I don't have, right? So God is great because it, it gives you what you don't have. So you guys are just great. That's awesome. We are, we are a great couple, happier than I... We've been married now. This is our 19th year. Our boys are 12 and 14. And, and uh, we get to do this thing called life together. I love it. Congratulations on your successes. So I know you've had 
besides the family success that you're sharing with us, you've also had had some business success as well. Oh, yeah. You know how it is. You can always compare yourself to someone who's further along the way, but I definitely am living the American dream and I'm very proud of it. Yeah, you'll never be at the top. And even when you are, you're only there for a second. So there's only one Elon and one Mark Zuckerberg. They'll just battle for that position, I guess. Tell me, Gogo, so you've been using social media to be able to promote your brand in real estate. I know that you teach this as well, and we'll get into that here in a few moments. Yet, share with us, uh, share with the audience, what do you do to be able to utilize social media to be able to transition that into real estate sales? Yeah, so I kind of had to, right? Because when I got um, licensed, I went into all of the top producers' offices because <laughs> I'm that like annoying three-year-old, like, but why, but why? So I would go in and interview them, like, you are the top producer of the office. Like, how did you get where they at and what do you do? And so very quickly with the process of elimination, I figured out what I don't want to do, right? Because I interviewed them and they said, oh, I cold call from eight to noon. And then in the afternoon, I have my appointments. Oh, I spend $4,000 with Zillow. And I was like, I just want to make $4,000. I didn't have $4,000 to spend with Zillow, right? Um, some were, you know, cold callers or door knockers or um, farming areas with postcards and things like that. And, and so I figured out all of those things. I was like, I'm not doing that. Like I'm five foot two, little blondie. I'm not, not stranger danger, not doing that. Right. I'm not calling. Most people, my real name is Junjvir and that's how I'm licensed. It's impossible to spell. It's impossible to pronounce. So you're not selling a house with that in Michigan. Let's just put it that way. Right. So I had to create this persona of Gogo and it came out of kind of necessity, right? Of things that I wasn't willing to do. And also the things I couldn't afford to do, like the farming and buying leads. Um, but in the same time, I'm the sorest loser you'll ever meet. Like, I'm very competitive. And I don't do sports, so I don't even know why, right? Like, that doesn't come from sports. I just, I, I always like to say that I, I'm not competitive, I just don't lose. Right. I mean, how could you be competitive when you're always winning, right? Exactly. Um, and so I realized, you know, the stats in real estate, the 80-20 rule, and I did not want to be part of the 80%, right? So. I figured, what can I do to become a part of the 20%, like, you know, be a top producing agent. And um, the only avenue I had the skills for and I could afford at the time was social media, because that's where my ideal client was, right? Because who's my ideal client? That's stranger, because I don't know anyone. And where are strangers? And for me, it was Facebook. So I did Facebook for about, I would say probably the first five, six years of my career. And I had a pretty good steady group of followers. And by that time, So that portion of my business, I should say, or following group was built on real estate transactions, you know, teaching about like real estate here locally, right? But then it got to the point where I just needed to um, B-I-T-C-H a little bit. I just needed to release some frustration, right? And I was like, I can't do that on Facebook because all my clients are following me, right? So I'm like, I can't bitch about a client, right, on Facebook. So I figured if I take my pity party over to Instagram, and I talk mostly to the agents about the good, bad, and the ugly of real estate, right? Like the true side of real estate, what it takes to be a realtor. That's what I did. So Facebook and Instagram, I used it a little different for a while. Now everything just goes everywhere. Um, So at Instagram, I talked mostly to the agents. And on Facebook, I talked mostly to the buyers and sellers. Um, So eventually, they kind of just blended together. But that's how it started. First, I I just kind of wanted to take my pity party over to Instagram to a different crowd. So I can talk about another side of real estate. And that just kind of took off, right? There's millions of realtors. They all felt my pain. My following is just much, much higher on Instagram. And it's mostly licensed realtors versus on Facebook, which is buyer sellers. So it's two different platforms, two different audiences. 
And to let's go back for a second. And, and I, I want to learn more about Instagram, right? And this may or may not even be relevant because we're talking basically 2011 to 16 or 17. And that was the time that you're developing your audience on uh, for real estate consumers, buyers and sellers and investors. What did you do then that would still work today? You know, there could be a little bit of a nuance there. Yeah, absolutely. So we still do a lot of the very similar things. Maybe we're using a different tool for it, right? Yeah. Um, a very same concept. So um, number one, I always teach about the good, bad, and the ugly, right? So you can't fluff anything. You always have to say the truth. If not, the truth comes to surface. Uh, number one rule um, in social media is you have to be okay with the shameless self-promotion. So if I don't tell you, then how good I'm doing, would you know? I wouldn't know. Right? So it is my job to let the world know that, hey, this is what I achieved today. I capped, I iconed, I got another team member. I did this, I did that, right? So where agents go wrong is that they don't feel comfortable with that. They don't feel comfortable with the bragging or the shameless self-promotion, as I'd like to call it. And that's number one rule. Get freaking comfortable with it, right? Because that's the only way you're going to make it. If you look at Tony Robbins' account, right? Do you see anybody else but Tony? So if you go look at anyone that you know, right, by name, they're all promoting themselves. And that's where you have to get comfortable. You have to learn that you are your brand. We don't sell real estate. We sell ourselves and our services. My job is to let the world know why on earth they should choose me versus Dan. And your job is to let the world know why on earth they should choose you versus me. Well, that could be a little bit messy considering our two competitive spirits, but we'll leave that aside. (laughs) That's number one. Number two, when you do the truth, right? So even when I just got licensed, I was like, I don't know anything about real estate. Like, what am I going to post about, right? So then I posted about what I learned today. So I strongly recommend one of my coaches said back in the day, don't ever eat alone. So what that means is you're going to eat lunch today. Invite the title company, invite that lender, that vacant land loan officer, that inspector, appraiser, that person, that stager, right? That you don't understand some part of your real estate industry. Invite an expert, go out for lunch, learn something new, right? After lunch, you're going to take a picture with that person, a quick little video, and you're going to say, oh my gosh, this is what I learned today. Did you know? Blah, blah, blah. Then you're going to tag the person you're with, right? Now their followers are going to say it. You're going to take the location where you guys had lunch because now those restaurant followers are going to see it. And you're going to tag the location as in the city that you were in, right? Then you're going to hashtag realtor, top producer, real estate, Michigan real estate market, Michigan homes for sale, Michigan, uh, the mitten, you know, all of the things that are applied to this real estate market. And then you're going to hit them from every single angle. Then you're going to get followers from hashtags. You're going to get followers from tagging locations. You're going to get followers from tagging the person you are with. You're going to get followers from tagging the business that you were at. So then now you're growing your database organically and you just gave them something that they didn't know. And when that information comes out through your mouth, it makes you the expert automatically. And if you do that time and time again, it's called consistency. And that's building a brand. And then they'll just come to you. Eventually your goal is, I don't have a listing presentation because I don't have to have one, right? I already know I got the job because they call me. I've never bought a lead in my life. Um, I don't run Facebook ads for lead generation either. All of my leads are organic. So when you do this right, if you can apply consistency to it and stay true to yourself and your style, you're going to find your people. And your people, you're going to earn their trust through time, right? By providing, constantly showing up. And then they're yours. They'll call you when they need you. Hey there. If you are a real estate agent, and if you've been an agent for a second or more, you realize that there's sometimes peaks and valleys in your income that at the least make you feel anxious. 
And if you are looking to get rid of those peaks and valleys and you're seeking to have that consistent and predictable income and to specifically take listings in today's market when it's near impossible to get a buyer under contract, I invite you to a five-day listing domination challenge that I'll be hosting where you'll discover your way, not mine, your way to take listings and you'll be able to understand where to get seller leads who are ready to hire you right now in today's market and know how to get hired more often. I invite you to join us. It's a free five-day listing domination challenge. You can visit www.5daylistingchallenge. That's the number five, www.5daylistingchallenge.com. So go ahead and visit www.5daylistingchallenge and I'll see you online. How long do you believe that it would take? Let's say I've never been on Facebook before and Mm -hmm. I start a Facebook uh, account today and an Instagram account, Twitter, whatever else. Let's say I start my social media presence today and I begin that process of what you just described. I'm taking out my lenders or the, you know, I'm meeting my lenders, my affiliates, whoever, and posting onto uh, the platforms, tagging it, et cetera. How long would that process, would you estimate that that would take before it starts paying a, a return to me? Okay. So let me ask you this way. What do you consider return? Because it's time invested, right? So here is not money invested, it's time invested. And we can speed up that time with money. So I did it organically, which took me, organically means I did not run ads to grow this. I did it organically with what I was posting, right? And by doing the right things, by tagging people and tagging location, using the right hashtags. Now, if you want to throw money at it, right? Because you have money, which I didn't at the time. I was that broke agent. And then now I do have money, but now I'm like, now I know what I'm doing. I don't need to do that anymore, right? What I would suggest, I guess, I can tell you I made $16,000 in my first year. Okay. I can tell you I made multi-millions this year. What you make in your second year? Seven, uh, 30 something. Okay. And then I doubled what? it pretty much every year. So that's where I'm intended to get to. So because for me and you, Again, like we have different opportunities, right? Yet I want to make sure that for somebody that's listening to us right now, that if you have zero to have an expectation of how long this strategy would take. And it seems like what I'm listening, what I'm hearing for you to say is slow and steady and predictable process. And if it's doubling every year is what you shared, then that could be very, very substantial. It's going to take a couple of years to get a return. Absolutely. So it was very slow for me too, but you have to think about, I had no sphere. Sure. At least, I mean, 99% of the listeners have a sphere, right? So you have already a base, which I didn't have. So I literally started from ground zero. I had to earn people's trust. So you already have a handful of people or hundreds, if not thousands, who already know, love, and trust you. I didn't have that. So my process was much slower. Also, I had a name that they can't pronounce. I had an accent. (laughs) So all of the things that were going against me, Plus, social media back 10, 11 years ago, were you on Facebook? Were you following your business on Facebook 11 years ago? Yeah, probably right around that time that I got on Facebook. I'm not exactly sure, but it was probably about that time where, where I even got on the Facebook. Yeah. There you go. So business yeah. page, I was like the first business page in like probably in our whole county, right? For a realtor. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't standard. So comparing my success with social media from 11 years ago when social media was in diapers, it's totally different than if you started today. And it's totally different than if you had a base already to start with. I don't see a reason why a brand new agent today, starting today, couldn't make six digits by the end of the first year. With all of the tools they have, 
Today we have CRM programs with lead generation platforms built right into them. Ask me if I even had a CRM program. I probably didn't have Lion Desk until I was like six years in. I'm talking Excel sheet. I'm talking faxing offers and collecting EMDs. You know, Google wasn't so sophisticated. Siri wasn't, didn't even exist, right? Like today, if you don't know something, go on YouTube and watch a video. Yeah. I didn't have that necessarily back then, right? So we didn't have as much content and information and systems and knowledge than we have today. So if I started today, the same exact, same exact person, same exact disability, so said, right? I don't see a reason why I couldn't be printing money six digits easy. How often would you post? Or frequency be that you would be posting content? Yeah, so I post usually once or twice a day into okay. the feed and about 10 to 14 times a day into the story. Okay, tell us more about that, please. Yeah, so feed is your storefront, right? So yeah. when you visit someone's Instagram or Facebook, the things that you see that are up there forever, that's your storefront, that's your feed, okay? The stories are those... When you click someone's profile, right, that circle, and then you see those fun little things, they're only up there for 24 hours. So those I post about 12 to 14 times a day. So okay. all together, recently, I just did a presentation in Arizona, um, and I did the math there. I think I posted 65,000 times in the past 11 years to have what I have today. Okay. And stories haven't always been around. That's about two yeah. years or so. So is it different content that you're posting for the stories than you're posting for the feed? Yes. Look at it this way. Your storefront is your feed. Imagine the Boulevard of Realtors. And Mr. and Mrs. Seller with their little stroller cruising down the boulevard, and they need to decide who's going to be the realtor. So that's your storefront. That has to be edited. That has to be perfect. You can't just post a picture of your cat, of your lunch, because that is not okay, by the way. But in your stories, though, you can absolutely post your cat, and you can absolutely post your lunch, right, and your children and whatever your day looks like, because that story is going to go poof in 24 hours. So imagine if you had your feed, the feed you have to be approved by HR, right? Your story can just be you, and that's where you allow people to truly get to know you. Your feed is a little bit more like professional and more businessy. Got it. Talk to us now. I heard you say earlier that you had originally it was Facebook for consumers, buyers, sellers, investors, Instagram, then a few years later for agents, and then today it's all sort of under one umbrella. Yes, because my business has changed a lot. So about three years ago, I went to Tony Robbins Business Mastery. And uh, I thought I was all that in the bag of chips when I walked in there thinking, I make all these money, right? I'm a foreigner. Like, how much better could it get? And I walked out of there realizing that the average multimillionaire has multiple revenues of income, about seven, and they only trade their time for one, which means six are passive. So Warren Buffett says, if you can't figure out a way how to make money in your sleep, you'll never be wealthy. So I walked out of there realizing that, yes, I make very good money, but they were all in the same basket. So what has changed since then, my goal, and I remember my coach at the time also asked me, what's my exit strategy? And I looked at her, I'm like, is she off a rocker? I was like 34. And I'm like, what do you mean exit strategy? And so I had to stop at that point, right? And kind of look at my business from a 10,000 foot view. I wanted to have multiple revenues of income. So not just commission. And then I wanted to learn how to leverage. So I stopped trading time for money because no matter how good you are, eventually you're going to hit a personal ceiling because there's only one of you and there's only 24 hours. So then you have to say, okay, in order to make more money, I can't possibly sell more homes because there's only freaking 24 hours and there's one of me, right? So that means I have to multiply myself or I have to sell more expensive homes to make more money working less. 
So in our area at the time, I was already higher than the average price range in our area. So that wasn't really because we don't have the gated communities. And you know what I mean? Like we have one. I didn't want to be specializing in that one when the homes turn over about every six months. So I figured I'm like, I need to leverage. I need to make multiple revenues of income. So today my business looks very, very different. I have a local team of four agents and they do all of my transactions. I am no longer in production. I am very much involved into the marketing of the homes and the negotiation process, but I'm not legs on the ground. I haven't opened a single door this year. And my goal is to keep it that way. And then I started a group or organization that I call the Team Gogo organization, where we have 700 business partners. So that's another revenue source of income. And then I started doing some syndication investments. And now I have two different boot camps. And uh, so I have about seven businesses, really. When did you get out of production? This year. Okay. So about 10 years in, but really about three years after you made the aha of saying, wait, I want to get those multiple streams of income. It took you probably two or three years from that point to be able to position yourself to get out of the business? Yes, absolutely. A little over three years. I recently wrote the book, Real Estate Evolution, The 10-Step Guide to CPI, Consistent and Predictable Income for Real Estate Agents. I wrote this book because I have sold real estate since 2007 and developed an immense amount of experience and knowledge. During my journey, I've witnessed hundreds and maybe even thousands of real estate agents fail in this business. And I firmly believe that that's a shame. In Real Estate Evolution, I will show you the exact steps that I have used as a real estate salesperson to sell one to 15 homes every single month for the past 129 consecutive months. It took me more than two decades to learn the sales and persuasion techniques and more than one decade to master the real estate sales techniques to be able to produce the content that makes up this book. And it took me more than a year to write at a pace of three hours every single day. If you're a real estate agent and you're looking for consistent and predictable income in your business, I invite you to get the book Real Estate Evolution, and you can get that by visiting www.therealestateevolution.com, and I'll even give it to you for free as long as you pay for the postage. What were the steps that you had to take to do that? So have you taken a disc assessment, Dan? I'm assuming you did. I'm very familiar, yes. So let me just take a wild guess that you're a high D and I. Certainly a high D. You're not a high I? I can be at a high work. I. Not in your personal life, at work. Depends. Depends. You see, I'm not at home, but I am at work. Yeah. So I'm a high DNI, medium as non-existency, zilch, zero. Right? So at first, you have to get over the mindset that I can do it better than anyone. That is okay. the hardest jump from learning to leverage, right? Because I have no patience to train. I'm just assuming people should know. And also, if I can do it faster than I'm explaining it to you and you're catching on, I'm just going to do it myself because I don't have time or patience to train you. So it took us a while. Um, Thank God for my right-hand, Christy. She's been with me now for eight years. Thank God for her patience um, because she got it. I don't. And so today we have over, in our multiple businesses, we have, I read this quote, and this will explain it to you. I read this quote one day that said, you know you made it when your assistant has an assistant. Okay. My assistant have assistance. So you were able to get yourself out of the business through leveraging through other people? 
Yeah, so local transactions, we still pull the same weight, right? I've never wanted to have a mega icon team. I don't want okay. a five job and an adult daycare. But I want to have a cute little adorable team here locally in Livingston County, Michigan. Um, so they do all of the transactions that I organically generate, right? So I still lead generate just like I always have been. I'm just not the legs on the ground. I'm not the agent who takes okay. the transaction from start to finish. And then I started the Team GoGo organization with EXP. And I have over right now in Team GoGo, we have about 700 agents. The way that works is we get paid a percentage based on your team members and your business partner's production. So the way I look at it is I'd rather have 700 agents sell one transaction a month or 10 transactions a month versus me to sell seven and eight a month. It's just much better for the economy altogether. And then we get paid off of that as well. And that's probably my largest income right now. Okay. And then we have bootcamp. Well, bootcamp is my largest income, actually. So bootcamp. And then I turn my, my knowledge into what happened is then... I got number one in the state of Michigan for the third consecutive year based on property sparks. Um, number one social media agent in the state of Michigan, number 16 in the nation. And so I got invited to events and come and speak and teach social media right to other realtors, how to build a brand, how to lead generate with your own brand. And I got to a point where people would ask me the same question all day long. And I was like, oh my gosh, if I have to answer this one more time. Well, what's the question? Just all kinds of social media questions. Google, why did you do that? How do I build a Facebook? Do I have to have a business account? Can I just do this on personal? How do okay. I run ads? You know, like all of those questions. And, and I would just answer the freaking same questions over and over again. Okay. And I was like, this is silly. So I pretty much video recorded myself on all of those from zero up. I call it your social media house, right? So we, we start at zero in the bootcamp and then we build a social media house. And then the goal is pretty much my whole knowledge. Everything that I do is in that course, right? So by the time you get through, which is hundreds of videos, by the time you get through, you have everything that I have. So that's how it started with social media. And then fast forward now to this year, I'm 0.01% influencer in the company, which means I brought hundreds of agents to the company. And so now I teach agent attraction to people who want to build a team. I would say a lot of our students are not EXP. A lot of our students, they own their own brokerage. They own their own team that they build within another brokerage, right? So then they just come and learn the systems, they learn the mindset, they learn all of the buttons and all of the sites and all of the things to make sure they work together, right? We also have a done-for-you program where they get their own concierge because what happened, all the high Ds like you and me, they got into the course and they were like, I don't want to build this. Like, can I just hire someone? So then we trained and now everybody who opts into the done-for-you version of the course, um, they get full access to the course and they get their own concierge to set up all of their systems. So a lot of my Coaching and my time now goes into both of those boot camps where we have thousands of students within the two boot camps. And that's where most of my time goes. If I'm an agent interested in attending one of those boot camps, how do I connect with you? Yeah. So it's gogosbootcamp.com is the regular one. Go to gogosbootcamp.com forward slash AA is the agent attraction one. Awesome. Okay. So both those boot camps are the videos. So I go there, I'm going to get the hundred plus videos to be able to walk me through every single question that you've been answering, you know, about uh, right. social media. Yes. And then it also comes with a Facebook, private Facebook group. Okay. And then it also comes with a group coaching calls, monthly group coaching calls. So we have Tech Tuesdays. Um, so anything technology, right? Um, because it was still many, many of our students want to do their own thing. So they want to understand how it works. The social media bootcamp, for example, it's two different sides. So I teach the organic side of social media marketing. Just because I don't run ads and I've never have for my business, I strongly believe that everybody should do it. it. 
if you have five, 10 bucks a day, right? Why not throw it at some advertising? You're way better off than giving it to a third party company. And, um, but I still don't do that. I do very well organically. So I don't have the need to do that. But my business partner, Sammy, he's one of the best digital marketers, in my opinion, in the country. That's why if you see me all over the internet, right? Um, that is his doing. So he teaches inside of the course. So imagine on the social media side that we have two parts to it. Okay. We have organic social media marketing, which I teach you how to build your own brand and lead generate with your own brand and systems. He teaches you how to run ads. So you, of course, you have to have your brand first, right? So you have to have your business Facebook account. You have the basics down all that. And then he'll teaches you how to run the ends, which is also hundreds of hours of videos. So you can hit it from both. You can do organic, you can do paid. Got it. And is this multiple streams besides Facebook? Is it just Facebook, Instagram? What social media platforms are we talking about? Yeah. So Facebook and Instagram is my basic too. We do mention here and there LinkedIn, but LinkedIn is very simple, right? I do not do YouTube, but I strongly recommend for everyone, if you feel comfortable in front of the camera, please do it. Even though I have thousands of videos on YouTube, um, they're all private because it's all of our team group coaching or it's all of our social media bootcamp material, right? So everything that I have, it's private on YouTube. But if you have the time, you have the knowledge, you feel comfortable in front of the camera, absolutely use and abuse YouTube. It's a great platform. Is it just a time issue for you is why you choose not to do YouTube? Yeah. Let me show you something. <laughs> You'll understand. So I was working very hard for the time freedom. And I don't think I achieved it. So Google but, is putting up her calendar right now and it is blocked. My goal for 2022 is to remove a lot of things or systematize, right? Where systems yeah. will do things for me, which I'm still very good at it. But still, there's a lot of human element, a lot of these things that I personally have to be on. Um, and of course, I can't send someone on a podcast in my behalf, but maybe I can send someone to a training in my behalf, right? So we are working on things like that to uh, remove more things from my calendar. And then maybe I can add YouTube on there because I strongly believe that's a huge platform to be at. Okay. So Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, those would be the three that you would recommend for an agent to focus on. LinkedIn, LinkedIn is also a, another avenue as well. Yes. All right. Well, Gogo, I really appreciate your time and I'm going to respect your time because I know you got something booked right after this, I'm sure. It's a pleasure to speak with you today and I enjoyed uh, having our conversation. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with our audience. Thank you so much. If I can ever help in any way, Gogo's Real Estate on Instagram is the only way how you can talk to me in person on every other account, emails, DMs, everywhere else I have virtual assistants. So if, if there's any questions and I can answer for you, just hit me up on Gogo's Real Estate on Instagram and I'm more than happy to help. Thanks, Gogo. Hate the feeling of missing out and not knowing where to start? Aside from grabbing a copy of The Real Estate Evolution, the 10-step guide to CPI, we also encourage you to join our ever-growing group, the Consistent and Predictable Income Community. Apply for membership on Facebook and visit us at thecpicommunity.com online to listen to our previous superstar interviews. This is Mitch Steven. You know, I had the pleasure of meeting and interviewing Dan Roshan. Dan is a top team leader in the D.C. area with Keller Williams, and he breaks down his journey. He's somebody that, you know, struggled for the first six months, like so many real estate agents do, and then something clicked. He helped me tremendously, specifically with creating systems in place. It's very important to have a process in place that works not just for you, but for also the client. you are still listening, it is because you align with the CPI community. That means that you love to learn. You are ambitious, qualified, smart, 
and professional. Mostly, you understand that you're in charge to design your life. If you do not want to wait until next show is posted, I invite you right now to visit www.thecpicommunity.com, which is the official website of the CPI community. There, you'll have access to eavesdrop on past conversations I've had with the top salespeople, business owners, and entrepreneurs. The content is free, and there's no opt-in. If you really want to hit the ground running, I encourage you to apply on the homepage of thecpicommunity.com to become CPI certified. It is a compensated service, and those that have become certified have reported back that they have more than tripled their business sales and done so in 20% less time. The CPI certification is a part of the CPI curriculum, which is the blueprint where you will learn the proprietary process of CPI which is the key to having consistent and predictable income for salespeople without letting time, money, and relationships fall through the cracks. Lastly, I invite for you to share this podcast with others who are competitive, love to learn, assertive, relationship-based, self-starters just like you so they can also benefit. And please leave us a rating or a review and subscribe now so that you'll be notified of the next show. Thank you again. I'll see you on the next show to your success.